Hello, welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of our co-hosts, Peter Bell. We're on our Catechism Saturday series, going through the Westminster Confession of Faith. We are on chapter 7 today of God's Covenants with Man. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you have listened to this past Monday's Season 5 Apologetics episode, with W. Mark Lanier of the Lanier Law Firm. He's the head lawyer because that's his name, and he founded the law firm on how do I talk to my neighbors about Jesus. He wrote a trilogy of books with IVP, largely around engaging with other religious traditions and the validity of the Christian faith. You're not going to want to miss this really, really interesting and really, really fun episode with Mark Lanier. And this past Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Hans Borsma of Neshota House Theological Seminary in Wisconsin on his recent Lexham academic book, Pierced by Love, a Christological reading from all of Scripture with a little bit of help of the church fathers in the medieval tradition. So let's get started with Mr. Confession of Faith, Chapter 7 of God's Covenants with Man. 1. The distance between God and the creature is so great that although reasonable creatures do owe obedience unto him as their creator, yet they could never have any fruition of him as their blessedness and reward, but by some voluntary condescension on God's part, which he hath been pleased to express by way of covenants. Two, the first covenant made with man was a covenant of works, wherein life was promised to Adam and in him to his posterity upon condition of perfect and personal obedience. Three, man by his fall, having made himself incapable of life by that covenant, the Lord was pleased to make a second, commonly called the covenant of grace, wherein he freely offereth unto sinners life and salvation by Jesus Christ, requiring of them faith in him that they may be saved and promising to give unto all those that are ordained unto eternal life, his Holy Spirit, to make them willing and able to believe. Four, this covenant of grace is frequently set forth in Scripture by the name of a testament in reference to the death of Jesus Christ, the testator, and to the everlasting inheritance with all things belonging to it, therein bequeathed. Five, this covenant was differently administered in the time of the law, and in the time of the gospel. Under the law, it was ministered by promises, prophecies, sacrifices, circumcision, the Paschal Lamb, and other types and ordinances delivered to the people of the Jews, all for signifying Christ to come, which were, for that time, sufficient and efficacious, through the operation of the Spirit to instruct and build up the elect in faith and the promised Messiah, by whom they had full remission of sins and eternal salvation, and is called the Old Testament. And six, under the gospel, when Christ, the substance, was exhibited, the ordinance in which this covenant was dispensed with the preaching of the word and the administration of the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper, which, though fewer in number and administer with more simplicity and less outward glory, yet in them it is held forth in more fullness, evidence, and spiritual efficacy to all nations, both Jews and Gentiles, and is called the New Testament. There are not, therefore, two covenants of grace differing in substance, but one and the same under various dispensations. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, our Catechism Saturday series. We went through Westminster Confession of Faith, Chapter 7 of God's Covenants with Man. And make sure you tune, turn, tune into this upcoming Monday's finale where Nick and I go through the top moments of Season 5, the best episodes, most downloaded episodes of Season 4 that we'll have for the next five weeks, as well as a few listener Q&As, and then what we got going on for Season 6. You're not going to want to miss that. In this upcoming Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Dominic Hernandez, who's professor of Old Testament at my alma mater, Biola University, on his most recent Baker Academic book, Engaging the Old Testament. Both a search through the Old Testament and then tools for you who want to better read the Old Testament, specifically grammatically and with a laser focus on Christ and his gospel fulfillment of all things. So we'll see you next week. Bye.